Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Abby Bolaños in San Francisco. The California Reparations Task Force has approved a statewide plan for descendants of American slavery. KQED's Annalise Finney has the details. The sweeping recommendations include a method to calculate money denied to Black residents by racist policies and plans for a new state agency to manage repayment. It also includes a suggested state apology and dozens of policy changes designed to stop discrimination moving forward. Chris Lodgson is an organizer with the Coalition for a Just and Equitable California. At a meeting on Saturday, he said now... The next part of the battle begins. It's one thing to do a reparations task force. It's one thing to do a study and all that. It's another thing to actually get you reparations. The final report will be submitted to the legislature at the end of June. From there, lawmakers will decide what recommendations to make law. That was KQED's Annalise Finney reporting. We're nearing the end of the first week of the Hollywood writers' strike, and studios and the union representing writers stand far apart on a number of key issues. Right now, no talks between the two sides are scheduled. But the strike doesn't only threaten the financial health of those working on TV shows or movies. It has lots of other businesses worried as well. LAist correspondent Josie Wong explains. Down the street from the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank is Soda, a Mediterranean restaurant. Manager Amber Dedman says half its business comes from Disney and nearby Warner Brothers. Still calculating in my mind how we'll be able to fluctuate. It might mean cutting back staff hours or closing during the slower hours between lunch and dinner. I feel like we're reverting back to almost a, a COVID times where it was scary. And that's just something that I am fearful of. A few doors down, I spoke with Tony Cornejo at the auto shop and gas station he's owned for 51 years. He remembers the writers' strikes in 2007 and 1988. People don't buy the same amount of gas, you know, I mean, we don't have the same traffic. But he says he survived those strikes and he expects he'll make it through this one, too. For the California Report, I'm Josie Huang in Los Angeles. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. 
And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. This week is set to mark the end of a controversial border policy that started under President Donald Trump. Title 42 is part of the U.S. Public Health Code meant to prevent the spread of contagious diseases. But it's been used to keep hundreds of thousands of migrants from crossing the border, even people trying to make asylum claims under U.S. and international law. So what comes next? Joining me to talk about what to expect at the San Diego-Tijuana border with Title 42 due to lift on Thursday night is KQED's immigration senior editor, Taiki Hendricks. Hi, Taiki. Hey, Mari. So I know there's been a lot of back and forth about Title 42, and we heard last week that President Biden is sending active duty troops to the border. So what's the administration's plan here? Yeah, I I think those troops are intended to send a message maybe to migrants, maybe to voters that Biden's taking a tough stance. And I'd say the main goal is trying to reduce the number of people trying to enter the U.S. and keep the process as orderly as possible. Um, The government's rolled out a lot of uh, plans. There's a humanitarian parole program with temporary protection for people from Haiti, Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, though they have to have a U.S. sponsor to qualify. The government's trying to set up immigration processing in places like Guatemala and Colombia. Um, There's a smartphone app, the CBP-1 app, that people are supposed to use to make an appointment to get a mission at the port of entry. There's also a plan that is very controversial to deny asylum to people if they came across another country but didn't ask for asylum in that country. And then at the border, we're seeing the Border Patrol has set up enormous tents to process people who come through illegally. So what's happening on the border with California now? I know you spoke to a few folks working in Tijuana. Yeah, I spoke with Erica Piñero, who runs a binational group called Al Otro Lado. She says migrant shelters in Tijuana are really crowded and conditions are deteriorating. And Piñero is outraged that the government is sending troops to the border. With preparation and real coordination between the government and the nonprofit groups, the end of Title 42 could be orderly and humane. But instead of spending resources on humanitarian coordination, the government's spending money on further militarization of the border. So that is very concerning. Piñero says she has two other big concerns. Um, People trying to use the CBP-1 app, you know, if they don't have a good phone or they have poor Internet, it's very hard. And they've been trying for months and they're stuck in these shelters in Tijuana. And then also the largest number of asylum seekers are coming from Haiti, Cuba, Nicaragua and Venezuela. And they could be eligible for the humanitarian parole program, but they need a valid passport. And that's something that they can't get in Tijuana. And on the California side of the border, how are local governments there responding to this? Yeah. um, Mayor Todd Gloria in San Diego says he's met with Customs and Border Protection. He's worried that there's going to be a looming crisis with an influx of migrants and the city doesn't have the resources. 
But San Diego County is leading the response, and the county officials say they are working closely with a really well-developed network of nonprofits. They're going to provide health services, and the nonprofits are actually getting some federal funding. The Biden administration says it's going to distribute another $300 million to those groups in coming weeks. So now we know that there's a lot of preparation taking place, but it seems like there's a little doubt about whether Title 42 will actually end. What are you hearing? Yeah, you know, there is a a lawsuit from Republican states trying to keep Title 42 in place. There's a chance they would get a last-minute court injunction, but everyone on the ground is preparing for Title 42 to end now that the pandemic emergency is over. Well, thank you, Taiki, for walking us through that. It's always a pleasure, Madi. Thanks. And that's the California Report for Monday, May 8th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Mari Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple. In stores or delivered from HintWater.com. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.